You've worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. I was ready. Talk Recorded live. All right, peace and power, peace and power out there to the kings and queens. Welcome to On Point Radio. This is your host, Mr. I Can't Believe He Said That, with tonight's show, Believe That. And the topic at hand tonight is, what's in your water? Do you know what's in your drinking water, your tap water? Now, of course, I know a lot of people are going to say, I don't drink water from the spigot. But... Most people use that to use ice in their drinks, whether it's soda, beer, whatever. And then upon, uh, on top of that, still bathe in it. Unless you, you know, you got some other type of filtration system in your house that I, uh, I don't know about. Well, I don't need to know, but, you know, something different than what everybody else has. And... You still brush your teeth unless you use, some people do use bottled water to brush their teeth. Now, I do know that. But let's talk about what's in the water. Some of the hidden things that they don't want us to know about, or they put it out there, but we just don't research it to find out what's going on and what adverse effect it may have to us, our children. Our unborn children, some of us that are trying to conceive, you know, some children could be in the womb. We're going to touch on a lot of that. But before I get into that, I just wanted to give you a brief preview of what I'm doing tonight. But it wouldn't be me if I didn't play my anthem.
Again, people, we are talking about what's in your water. Now, there have been several tests done over the years about the tap water from New Jersey to California, right, affecting over 41 million people, okay? And tonight, I'm just going to touch on just a few of the basis of what you should look into, be concerned about for you and your family members, you know? Now, the first thing I want to get into is something that we all know about. We've heard about it ever since we were children. It's called fluoride. Now, fluoride... Now, of course, as soon as you think of that, it's like, well, you know, first thing that may come to mind is your toothpaste. Let me explain to you something about that. If you read your toothpaste level, your your labels on there, you're not supposed to do what they do in a commercial and spread the whole length of your toothbrush. You're only supposed to put a dab on there. And if you read read the back of it, it tells you do not ingest it. Now, of course, many of us have had that night or that morning. We might grab some toothpaste trying to freshen our brush up real quick because we're running out the door. You know, as kids, some adults may, may still do it. I don't know. Won't put anybody under the bus. But, you know, some people, you've been out. You might have had a couple drinks or been doing something else, and you might take a little bit of toothpaste, rub it on your teeth, rub it around real quick off your finger, and some of us swallow it instead of spitting it out. That's wrong. Let me give you some insight. Fluoride is added to, has been added to tap water in most, in most states in the United States on a pretext of promoting dental health. This practice traces its roots to the observation of Dr. Frederick McKay, okay, that in the early 20th century, that children in Pike Peak, Pike's Peak region near Colorado Springs, affected by dental florists, were surprisingly free of dental cares. Right? Now, on finding this condition resulted from excess amounts of fluoride naturally occurring in the spring water in that area. So what he did, he in turn, he advocated adding the same chemical to drinking water elsewhere. Dental professionals at the time welcomed the idea enthusiastically, pushing for widespread fluoridation of domestic water supply. Thus started the fluoridation of drinking water in the country, pioneered in Grand Rapids, Michigan, back in 1945. Right? Now, it should be noted that dental fluorosis was then called, they then called this epidemic 
the Colorado brown stain because of the discoloration and deformities, deformities characteristics of it. However, the good doctor and his contemporaries obviously considered it a reasonable trade, a reasonable trade-off for cavity-free teeth. So they're saying that it does too much fluoride can give you a discoloration and some deformities. But they said that's fine because, you know, you don't have no cavities. Right? Now, they were disregarding strong opposition from many quarters over the last 75, over the last 70 years. Fluoridation is still being continued in America. This is despite the fact that fluoride does more damage to general health compared to its purported benefits for dental health. Even at the recommended level of 1 ppm and lower, fluoride is known to suppress thyroid function, lower immunity, just as it damages the tooth enamel, fluoride weakens the bones, making people more prone to fractures. Now, they've done several studies that show that fluoride has neuro, neuro, <clears throat> neurotoxicity and that it reduces IQ in children. It triggers tumors as well as, 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 well as aids their rapid growth spread. Many developed, many developed countries that had earlier implemented drinking water fluoridation have since stopped the practice in the light of this new research. Now, however, the National Council of Research, NRC, which reviewed the fluoride studies and the Centers of Disease Control and Prevention, the CDC, are in denial. The CDC has only gone as far as recommending low-fluoride bottled water for mixing infant formula for babies fed exclusively on it, right? It's a start, but it's anybody's guess how long it'll take the states to rethink the fluoridation policy. Now, just hearing that, they know that with anything that they do, they're always, anything that they add to something that wasn't naturally there, there, and sometimes naturally, there are going to be side effects, right? We've talked about the pharmaceutical companies, um, the medicines and everything that they try to make you take. It's always some type of side effect, right? We just had a show with um, Mr. On Point, a.k.a. Mr. Controversy, and we were talking about uh, Dr. Gallo, uh, Dr. Sebi, and the pharmaceutical cure versus the herbal cures. Now, of course, the pharmaceutical companies are not in business to cure anything. They want to suppress it to as minute stage so that you have to continue taking the medicine. There is no money in cures. There's only money in medicine. Mr. On Point, what do you think about what I just said there? Um, I totally agree with you, bro. 
Um, in fact, something else a lot of people not hit to that deals with the dental. Um, when when you know we were younger, we used to get the silver caps and the silver fillings in our mouth. Well, you're not supposed to because it comes with mercury, and that mercury over time sets into your your gums, which gets into your bloodstream and your body, and it does damage over time. So a lot of people don't know that because when you go to the dentist and they give you that, they didn't give you that paper at first. You know what I'm saying? They just used to give you the silver fillings or ask you which one you want. And because it looked cute at the time, our people would say, you know, give them the little silver ones, you know what I mean, whatever, whatever. Or when we got fillings, they would say, all right, well, the silver ones are cheaper. So, you know, but you're supposed to get them porcelain ones, the white ones. You're not supposed to get the silver. Same is with the water. Like you said, it's fluoride in it. <laughs> and like you said, if people read the back of the labels of the toothpaste on the box or on the tube, it says use a pea size, pea, meaning a little green pea, vegetable. Use pea size, use the pea size amount, but people don't do that. I had to teach that to my children because, you know, they like to taste the toothpaste, you know, when you're young. You like to taste of it, even when you're older, you know, feel like you, like you said, feel like you're freshening your breath. But is doing damage over time. You know what I mean? They're going to get us one way or the other because everything is about a quick dollar and a quick buck, you know, which is part of the get rich game. That's the real, you know, American dream, the get rich game. I'm going to invent this and real quick and I'm going to get it patented. I'm going to promote it and get it sold to the world. And, you know, it's, it's like medicine. You know, they, the pharma, like you just said, the pharmaceutical companies, you know, the money is in the, in the medicine, not in the cure. You know what I'm saying? So, like I told y'all on Monday night, the listeners that's out there, you know, the money is in the in the medicine, not in the cure. So, when you're taking those meds, the result of it is side effects. Well, what do you need for side effects? More meds. It's basic math, man. If you add it up, it's basic math and common sense, but we don't think like that. We think, I'm sick, it's going to help me. And if it got side effects, I deal with it, or I take something for the side effects, well, that's also putting something else in your body. You know what I mean? That's going to come with a side effect. So, you know, my thing is, man, I deal with the pain until I can't deal with it no more. And and I take herbal meds, and I go to the natural old-school remedies before I take medicine. Medicine is my last resort, man. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Now, I'm going to ask you this. It's a little personal, but I ain't going to go too big into it, right? We grown, right? You agree? We grown. Yes, sir. Right? You know. Have you ever or will you ever go and take this recommended flu shot that they want to give you? Never. Never, ever will I. Never have I, never will I. Um, first of all, you're not going to tell me you're going to, if I don't have it, why am I going to let you shoot a strand of it in me to protect me from it? That, again, logically, common sense-wise, it makes no sense. If I don't have a flu, why am I going to let you pre-treat me for something I may not get and then shoot the strand in me? Again, our people don't think. And then when the law comes into it and politics come into it and try and mandate it, that's where it really becomes fishy. Why are you really trying to make me? Why are you forcing me to get this shot? Why is my job in jeopardy if I refuse this shot? That's against the constitutional rights. I shouldn't have to be forced to get a shot. 
know what I'm saying? So, no, never will I. I don't allow my children to get it. I, I'm not into that, man. I'm not into now, that. Is the Constitution for us, though? Well, we all know Because then the Constitution says what? We only three-fifths of a man? Yeah, it's, it's, it's different. It's different versions to that three-fifths, too. But we're not going to get into that right now. That's another show. But, yeah, um, <laughs> the Constitution is not for us. But guess what? While my people built this country on bless, blood, sweat, and tears, I'm going to make it fit us like the Panthers did. You know what I mean? You wrote it, I'm going to make you live by it. That's simple. You know what I mean? You tell me I got the right to bear arms, I'm going to have a gun. You tell me I have freedom of speech, I'm going to say what the hell I want. You know what I'm saying? So you can't tell me I have freedom of speech and then call it, uh, what are they, the, uh, the, 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 uh, what is it, the SBA, whatever they are. You know what I mean? They, they, they're trying to censor you. I mean, you're oh, not yeah. going to do that. You're oh, not yeah. going to do that. You know what I mean? But it's one or the other. You can't have it both ways. You can't tell me I have freedom of speech and then tell me I have to censor myself. It don't work like that. Now, just to briefly touch on this other subject, right, as well, it's it not, coincides not, with this. I'm sorry. It's not the FBA. That's the Food, uh, I think that's the food and Drug Administration or something like that. But FCC. Yeah. FCC. FCC. Right? But now think about this. Do you yeah. know that they are mandating that children going into, that if you're not in high school and you're going into high school, that they're saying you have to have this vaccination before you're well, allowed to go to ninth grade? Well, they say that. They say that in, in uh, elementary. If your children don't have the shots they require, they don't, they don't allow your child in certain elementary schools. Yeah, I mean, and like, you, that's, that's crazy. And do you know in that vaccination, it's a high level of mercury in there? And that mercury has been led to severe side effects, well, seizures, you know, and everything else. And you know what's funny? What's the biggest disease in children right now? Autism. And both mercury and fluoride is linked to autism. Mm. Go figure that, people. Mm. Go figure that. See, we just trying to we trying to learn you something in here tonight. You know, we we laugh, we joke, but a lot of our topics, you know, just for the naysayers, even though we don't really need to say anything to them, but we are trying to educate everybody, right? And it's just like my grandmama said long, long time ago. She told me, if it don't apply, you let it fly. Right? So you listen and you gain knowledge from it. If it doesn't apply to you, you can discard it. You can discard it. But you can take something from it. Now, I'm going to move on. Right? It's chlorine in your drinking water. Now, all of us have been to public pools, private pools, and everything else. And you know what chlorine does to you. It dries your skin out very badly, burns your eyes, and everything. Well, it's also in your drinking water. Chlorine is commonly used to disinfect water in swimming pools as well as water treatment plants. Compressed chlorine gas or liquid sodium what's that? hypochlorite solution or calcium hypochlorite in powder form 
is usually added in sufficient quantities at pre- and post-treatment stages. Sufficient to whom should be a question that we ask. Who's actually measuring it? Because we all know people that work at certain places, they're not monitoring everything the way they're supposed to at swimming pools and other places. So at the water department, why should anything else be different? What if this guy was out all night partying? Now it's time for him to go to work. Maybe he added a little too much of this this time and too much of that the next time, right? But let's go on. Chlorine gas has a pugnant smell that irritates the nasal passages, but this chemical can effectively destroy most pathogens found in water and reduce the risk of waterborne diseases such as viral hepatitis, typhoids, and other diseases, right? But the downside is that it causes many health problems, including certain types of cancer. So these guys must be in bed with uh, old Johnson & Johnson, you know, that was supporting apartheid that, you know, women was sprinkling themselves with in their – lower regions, and now they come up with cervical cancer and all kind of nonsense. Now, the ill effects of chlorine are well known. In fact, chlorine, right? In fact, it is one of the chemical weapons employed in World War One. Swimming in chlorinated water causes severe asthma in some people, and leads to premature skin aging, skin and eye irritations, dry cough, sore throat. Those things are common. Now, one could opt out of chlorinated swimming pools in case of adverse reactions, but, there's, but that's not the case when it comes to chlorine in the tap water. Regular chlorine consumption, even at the doses found in domestic drinking water has been associated with birth defects, cancers, cancers of the breast, rectum, and urinary bladder. And this is according to a study published in the Inter- International Journal of Cancer, and this was done back in 2006. Chlorinated tap water is implicated as a leading cause of bladder cancer in men. So while it's important to mitigate the immediate risk of pathogenic diseases, the threat of cancer or other health problems can't be ignored. So we need to adopt a safer non-chemical alternative to chlorination is obviously the solution. But the higher cost of implementing UV radiation or membrane filtration on a large scale has been a major roadblock. See, they don't want to spend the money to do that. That's crazy. That is crazy. So where it is, you want to destroy some things that are coming into the water, 
this it's been associated with birth defects, cancers of the breast, rectum, and urinary bladder, and especially cancer of the bladder in men. Oh, this this is this is. I mean, I I I hope you listen. I did you one better, brother. I did you one better. I let you know how they get you. I let you know how you know they're trying to get you. What do they tell you to do? How much water do they tell you to drink a day? Eight ounces a day. Think about that. Eight glasses of water a Eight day. Eight cups of water a day. That's how Eight. much fluoride they want to pump into your system. Think about that. And you know what fluoride also destroys? Fluoride also it, it, it damages and weakens the pineal gland in your brain. Now, to some, they'll say that's their third eye, okay, for those that, that are knowledgeable about that. But it's damaging a lot of other things, but it's also affecting your brain, right? Number three on my list, what's in your water? But before I go into that, please, if there's any callers listening via Internet, right, please feel free to dial the number, 724-444-7444. Use the caller ID number, 143-346-POUND. Press one pound just to listen. But I would love for you to hit star eight. Just join the conversation. You can give me any of your input. If you knew about it, you may know something else. Or if you didn't know about it, just comment. (coughs) Excuse me. Number three on my danger in your water list is arsenic. Arsenic, naturally occurring in certain types of rocks, can contaminate groundwater and underground reservoirs. Okay? This kind of arsenic poisoning is common in many parts of the world especially in Asia and Africa, but in many industrial countries, including the United States. A major part of arsenic in water comes from mining and industrial pollution. Large-scale agriculture using heavy fertilizer and pesticide load can introduce arsenic into the soil from where it leaches into groundwater. Now, arsenic poisoning causes wide range of skin problems, physical deformities, and multi-organ failure. Now, it's also been linked to cancer, and that's been well established, the number of incidences being directly proportional to the concentration of arsenic in drinking And cooking water, for instance, a concentration of 10 ppb in tap water carries a cancer risk of 1 in 500, while 50 ppb concentration increases the risk to 1 in 100. So the water supply in nearly 25 states 
is at risk of high arsenic levels, according to the NRDC study conducted back in 2000. We're talking about 17 years later. So you can just imagine what the levels are, because I've never heard of this. And there's probably quite a few out here that have never heard of this. So if we don't know about it, we can't fight it. We don't know. So we're just going along with it. Now, once arsenic is in the water, cannot be removed by regular filtering or boiling. Ultrafiltration, reverse osmosis, and distillation are the effective methods of elimination. Now, right there, right there, many of our parents and grandparents, I know I've seen it, used to boil water and then save it. So that right there lets you know if it's arsenic in there, boiling it won't do anything for it. And do you really think that these filtration systems that they're trying to push so heavily on the market now are really strong enough to take care of these problems? Even in Flint, Michigan, they gave every household a filtration device to put on their sink and tub to help them with the disastrous water problem that's been going on for over five years. And still nothing is done about it. Now, they want to say, they also go on to say here, the Safe Drinking Water Act, that's the SDWA, is supposed to ensure tap water does not contain an unsafe level of chemical contaminants, including arsenic. However, the safe level for this chemical is fixed by the EPA at 10 ppb due to pressure from industries using arsenic, even though the original recommendation was 5 ppb. So that right there is just like Mr. On Point, a.k.a. Mr. Controversy said. It's about the money. So industrial the big industry and the industrial industry, they don't, they're not going to go by the guidelines because they can't. It would cost them more money. So what do they do? The money that they're saving, they grease in palms, and they're allowing this to continue. Mr. On Point, what do you, what do you think about that? Well, I mean, it's it's if they tell you, you know, that the recommended it, that's like me saying, I'm giving my my baby, let's say, um, children Tylenol, and it says the recommended dosage is let's say a teaspoon, but I want to, you know, cure or heal her faster, so I give her two teaspoons. I'm doing more harm to her than I am help because that might put her to sleep. That could be considered an overdose. So if they're telling you that the recommended amount is 5% and you putting in 
then there's an agenda behind that. There's a purpose and reason for you doing that. And I, I don't want to move too far ahead of you, but um, and I don't know if you're going to touch on this, but, you know, lead is also found in water. Hey, that's my next one. My <laughs> bad. No, it's cool. Go ahead. Let me, let me right slow down. It. I'm going to pump my no, brakes, no. bro. You're going right into it. Break. Go right into uh, it. I, I, I don't mind, brother. Let's go. Go ahead and go. Come on, because that's leading right into the next one. But you know what? I'm going to let you go ahead and touch on it. I brought it up. You go ahead and do this show. You you do, you know, you get the people the information. I, okay. I just wanted to mention it because, you know, that's one of the reasons in schools they, they don't let them drink from the water fountain because they find the lead in it. You know, how oh, yeah. is a lead. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. And and you just, just think about it. We're not only talking about what they're chemically putting in it. Let's think about all the pipes that that water has to run through. How many yes, rusty pipes that it runs through and picks up more, you know what I mean, bacteria and it. So, yeah, go ahead, man, get them. Get them. Now, if you thought uh, we're going to go into number four on my list, which is lead, right? Now, if you thought public awareness on the health hazards of lead poisoning and government endorsements would have a long resulted in the elimination of this heavy metal from our tap water, <laughs> you know you're wrong, severely wrong. Lead continues to be present in drinking water supplies in many cities by the Central for Disease Control owns admission. Lead in tap water is blamed mainly on the old metal fixtures connecting the house supply to the mains, right? Just like he said. Now, the CDC recommends testing the tap water to your home to rule out lead contamination. However, it neither offers any permanent solution to the problem nor promises immediate remedial action. Now, unlike chlorine, lead dissolves in water. It does not carry any changes in color, smell, or taste. So the only option is to get the tap water tested as recommended by the CDC. There are no scientific valid, validated safe levels of, of this toxic substance, but 15 parts per billion has been fixed as Environmental Protection Agency's actions level for the lead in the water. Lead is extremely toxic, particularly affecting the neuro neuromuscular system. It causes symptoms ranging from abdominal problems and fatigue to cognitive decline or irreversible brain damage. Children are most susceptible to lower IQ, learning difficulties, and growth retardation being common in youngsters exposed to this metal. Even small amounts can accumulate in body tissue over time and can lead to permanent damage, right? The CDC advises people with high lead levels in tap water to determine whether the point of contamination is the connections to the main or any water pipes within the home network. If it is internal problem, complete replacement of lead water lines is advised. Not that they're going to do anything. They just advise you to do it. 
Temporary solutions recommended including running the tap at full strength for two to two to five minutes prior to using the water, collecting <clears throat> collecting only cold water for drinking and cooking purposes. Right. Now the recent Flint disaster resulting from the city switching its water source highlights the <clears throat> highlights the complacency of government agencies in charge of ensuring safe drinking water. In this case, new water source or water lines and improper water purification process together caused massive corrosion of lead pipes. This resulted in a sudden, sudden rise of lead levels in some households to more than 800 times the maximum allowed concentration. Unsuspecting people had to bear the brunt of official oversight as offices in charge continued to be defensive. Now let's think about that. They said more than 800 times the maximum allowed concentration. People, I want you to wake up, right? It's not a whole lot that we can do right at this point in time, but spreading the word and educating each other on these, on these topics is what's important because there is a solution. We just have to educate ourselves enough so that we can figure out the solution. So think about it. If this water is in your tap water, now, you know, we've all heard that old saying, oh, go take a cold shower, you know, if you're a little uh, heated, if you understand what I'm saying. They tell you to go take a cold shower, but the majority of us, we like that water hot. We want it so when we get out of the shower, we, we got to hurry up and get out of there because we can't breathe. We want a hot shower. It could be 100 degrees outside and people want to take a hot shower. Well, this lead is not going, and how many people open their mouth in the shower? Water go up your nose. Sometimes you swallow it. So if it's lead, you're ingesting it by drinking it, and it's also penetrating your skin. So what do they expect us to do? It's like it's a design for them. They're, they're, they're actually trying to eradicate a lot of people, period. But, Mr. On Point, you wanted to get into the lead. There it is. But before you do that, do we have any callers on the line that would like to talk? I know I've been talking to you quite a while tonight. No, no disrespect to you, but if we have any callers on the line, I'd like to get them on. You do have a caller. Yes. You do have a caller. Welcome to On Point Radio. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> oh, wow. This is yeah. easy. It comes trouble. Hey. <laughs> I didn't come to start no trouble. Actually, I'm loving the topic. I'm learning a lot. 
Um, there's a lot of things that I did not know, but I have a question for you. Okay. My question, okay, here's my question. You know, there's all kinds of different waters. There's the purified water. There's the spring water. Um, and even some people boil their water. What is the best way, what is the best water that you think that you could drink? Well, there are certain tests that they have out there, and you can find out how to test your drinking water yourself, right? Mm -hmm. And they have a lot of tutorial videos on YouTube, right, to test your drinking water. Now, one of the major companies that was out there was Dasani. Now, I know we all seen the Dasani water bottles. Mm -hmm. People was drinking them by the gallons, loving it. And little do they know that was actually – and it came out. That was tap water that people were drinking. Wow. It a funny taste to it, too. I hate the sign of water. <laughs> it's tap water, right? Wow. And, and it's not been purified, you know? So oh. so instead of you, instead of it running through your pipes and going through the water filtration system where they're adding all the chemicals, they was just scooping it out and straining it until it became clear, putting it in a bottle. Oh, well, thanks for telling me. I know not to get that water no more because I have drank right. that countless of times. Um, oh, yeah. It's, now, it's, go ahead. Um, yeah. I was going to suggest what I was always taught, like we said before, boil water. Now, because my my elders knew to some degree that you couldn't get all of the chemicals out of the water, what they did was add a pinch of salt to it because, you know, salt is good for purifying things. You know what I mean? They want to make the high blood pressure and all of that, but you add a pinch of salt to the water. Now, it's going to taste kind of funny, but it's going to be cleaner than your normal, regular drinking water. And if it tastes that funny to you, then add a little dab of sugar to it. You know what I'm saying? After you, you know, put it in a bottle, add your little sugar to it. Another thing I want to add, Mr. I can't believe you said that because I don't know if you're going to touch on this. You're not supposed to put your water in a freezer. If it's in a plastic jug or a bottle, plastic mm-hmm. bottle, you're not supposed to put it in a freezer because all the chemicals off of the plastic then goes into the Beeps water. Into your water. The yes, ice it does. Into the water. So when it thaws, whatever chemicals was made to make that plastic is also into in, in your water now. You know what I mean? So a lot of people don't know that either. But you're not supposed to put your 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 um your bottle of water in the freezer. And another thing is, read the back of your water bottles when you get them and see how they clear, how they purify. Not only that, but they have something called smart water. I don't know what the hell that is. Everything they call smart, <laughs> I find dumb. They smartphones is dumb. They smart cars is dumb. I'm sure their smart water is dumb. Everything they call smart is dumb. So don't feed into the names of that. That's what they play off of your, your intelligence and your common sense. They they give it a name, call it smart, and then you go buy it because you think it's the right water. The best thing that you could do is one or two things. One, boil it, add a pinch of salt with a, with a dab of sugar. Two, you can go to Home Depot or Walmart and buy one of those filters. You know what I mean? That's supposed to take out whatever is in it. The only problem that happens with that is that too going to get old and rusty at some point. 
You know what I'm saying? So his best use is, and I think, if I'm not mistaken, on a box it tells you how long, you know, you should use it for. Yes, it does. But it's a purifier. You know what I mean? So that's that's the two recommendations that I would recommend people do before pumping water into their system. The purifier that you, you connect straight to the, the faucet, you know what I mean? And the... um. And, and, and boiling the water with the salt and the, and the, and the uh, sugar. Those now, are two suggestions I had. Right off the top of my head, I can't think of it, but when you were talking about the spring water and bottled water, right, they do have a test on YouTube where they test all the bottled waters that are on the market, and they they tell you which one is the best. If I'm not mistaken, it was Fiji water. If I'm not mistaken, right? Uh, smart water. The reason why they call it smart water, I did my air quotes, right? It has uh, electrolytes in it, right? So if you are suffering from uh, nausea or uh, the loose booty diarrhea, it will help in that aspect. That's why they like, call it smart water. I did like, my air quotes like again. It's like a pale Pedialyte. Right. That's what it is. It's Pedialyte for adults, I guess you could say. Pretty much. But I I I I, I don't I'm, I had a fight with uh with nausea and all of that and Pedialyte was all right for me. Right. No. But I'm gonna get uh before I go any further, uh is DJ Chill in the building. Yeah, um, I'll be thinking that the water, I'm buying water right now, matter of fact. <laughs> they got three for two dollars in this Nestle water. What the hell is Nestle water or Nestle? Don't do it. I'm, I'm like, I can't help it. It says pure life water, man. Don't do it. I got to get it. I'm thirsty, man. Why you going to buy water from a place that makes chocolate? I'm at, I'm at, I'm at, I'm at A+. Plus. You know, they must make the best chocolate in the world. <laughs> guess where they put all of, and guess where they put all of their test tube stuff at? And the mini marts and gas stations. Yeah, you're right, because the chances in here they're probably sitting here, you know, who knows, you know, what the But one thing I found out was kinda crazy and I kinda said, Dang, you know what? That might work. Um, my cousin's mom, um, Mary, she said it's they had on the, uh, the news or something, whatever them channels is, that if you got tap water and you're using it and you want to drink out of it, let it sit in your refrigerator with the tap open for at least a day. And then drink it. So I said, oh, shoot. Because, you know, that's the last thing you would do, last thing you would think in your mind, is putting some water out the sink and then let it sit in a daggone refrigerator with the cap over for a whole daggone night or day, whatever. Do you, do you know why she said that? I forgot. She explained it, but I forgot. Well, when you put the cap on, you lock in the chemicals in. When you take the cap off, you're freeing the chemicals because the water evaporates. You know what I'm saying? It evaporates uh-huh. over time. And, you know, like I know, 
That's why hospitals are cold, because diseases and germs can't last in cold temperatures. So when you put the water in and you take the cap off, then those bacteria is being exposed to a cold uh, temperature in which it's going to evaporate anyway. It just just, depends on how fast. You know what I mean? It's not going to evaporate as fast as being boiled, but it, it will evaporate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, well, I know we got a problem that's coming up. Not only with Japan, but, you know, track, but with the water. <laughs> We're going to have so much water, we ain't going to know what to do with it. Because I just found out, I heard on the news, right? I was like, oh, okay. It's the same way got come on regular news, like Channel 10. They're going to talk about that damn iceberg. Well... Big bad black man just called me and was like, yo, man, you hear it? They believe me now. I'm like, what the hell? He said, yeah, the iceberg. It broke in half. That's it. Oh. Now, the iceberg supposed to be four miles wide and two miles deep in the ocean, whatever. But the thing that made everybody kind of suspicious, the iceberg, you know, an iceberg supposed to break in half. Don't it? Supposed to break in half, like from the top. When the iceberg supposed to break, you know, especially if it's two miles deep and four miles wide, don't it? Don't it supposed to um break like from the top, like from the sun doing it? That's not going to nothing, right? Ain't that supposed to how it works? I, I don't know, bro. Whatever it's going, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be. This one split. <laughs> Straight, you know, a perfect cut in half. Perfect cut. But it, it broke from the bottom to the top. Not from the top to the bottom. So does that make it say, okay, how did it break from the bottom to the top? Who would do something like that? No, oh, they have aliens out there where they got laser beams? Or did the government do laser beams to cut that nigga in half? Because the water... If we're going to get from that iceberg and for a broke, I mean, blocking the traffic lanes of the ships that might be bringing in a lot of food and cosmetics and water and clean water and whatever, we're in trouble. So the water we're going to be drinking from now on, you'd be lucky if it's mud. You'd be lucky if it's mud. Because you might be starting to drink mud and be like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm walking in the streets of West Philly right now. I'm going to wave back up there. That's probably why you hear all this music. But, um, some of the water is going to be so polluted, it's already polluted, but really polluted where, mm, will you be able to see the daggone parasites or the little creatures swimming in your water, and you got to be like, okay, I'm going to drink it before you, I want you to hurry up, drink it, drink it, drink it. Oh, wait, wait, here, come again, come around again. Oh, drink, 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 drink. That's going to be crazy. We got to hurry up and take a sip, or you might sip up a parasite. Did you drink the water? Well, Can you imagine that? That could you drink the water? Oh, God. <clears throat> With that being said, uh, Mr. On Point, would you let the people know how they can follow us and how they can get in touch with us? Yes, indeed. Um, people, if you want to be part of this On Point movement, it's simple. No three things. On Point is an attitude, a mindset, and a movement. You can go to Facebook and find us at On Point Enterprises. 
Again, Facebook, on point, one word, O-N-P-O-I-N-T, Enterprises, E-N-T-E-R-P-R-I-Z-I-Z. You can go to Instagram and find us at team underscore on point 215. Again, Instagram is team underscore on point 215. You can go to Twitter. We have team on point. Again, Twitter is at team on point. You can email us and use your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics you want to hear us discuss. Email us at onpoint215 at gmail.com. Again, onpoint215 at gmail.com. Or you can call us directly with your comments, suggestions, concerns, or topics at 267-417-ONTT. That's on point, 267-417-6678. Or you can just go to our website, 267 417 I'm sorry, our website, onpoint215.weebly.com. Again, onpoint215.weebly.com. All right. Now, we're going to get back into this because, you know, we get a little pressed for time here, right? But I want to jump into the radioactive elements that they have that has been associated in the tap water, right? Radioactive elements are extremely dangerous because they continuously release ionizing radiation as they decay, now, these high-energy radiations can cause cellular damage, altering the, their DNA and triggering abnormal cell division. Even low-level radiation exposure can cause severe metabolic changes. They're they trying to kill us. Tap water in several areas of the country contains uranium, and other radioactive elements such as tellurium, cesium, and radioactive iodine, radioactive radon gas, which easily dissolves in water, can be another pollutant in your tap water if your local water supply comes underground, comes from an underground water source. Now, Radon poisoning occurs mainly from gases being released into the indoor air when the water is used for bathing, washing, etc. Then from drinking the contaminated water. It is a major cause of lung cancer next only to tobacco use. Now, while radon in drinking water supplies can be tested inexpensively, its elimination at the point of entry into the house can be quite expensive. It requires the installation of radon removal chambers containing <clears throat> activated carbon particles. However, there's some consolation that at least a solution exists. Okay? Now, that's not the case with other radioactive elements. In the absence of any regulatory guidelines, EPA merely offers to monitor the situation. So they know it's there, and they just want to monitor it. Think about it, people. Right? Now, they have also found toxic organic compounds in your tap water. And I'll read, get into that very briefly. Uh, your tap water 
can contain several organic compounds with well-known toxicity, right? Percolate is a rocket fuel additive, mainly common, mainly coming from military manufacturing facilities. It is also used in explosives. This central nervous system toxin has been proven to cause stunted brain development. However, the U.S. Air Force is not ready to clean up its mess as it can turn out to be very expensive. Now, you think about that. The government knows about it, but they don't want to do it because it's expensive. They got billions and billions of dollars for war to go to a country to try and take over them because they're, they're under a dictatorship, allegedly, and they want to bring in democracy. Well, if you're putting your views on that country, isn't that a dictatorship? Isn't that what this so-called country fought for while y'all was out on the 4th of July? July, right? Weren't you out there fighting for your independence, so why are you over there bothering another country trying to take it over? Leave them people alone. Focus on the problems that's here. and clean. Up. You can't clean up somebody else's house when your house looks like a shithole. Think about it. Now, let's get into one of the last ones here. There are many pharmaceutical drugs found in your tap water. Many drugs used in the medical field are finding their way into the groundwater systems, eventually ending up in your tap water. These include OTC drugs commonly used for pain relief, as well as prescription drugs given for treating different kinds of infections and psychiatric disorders. This is in your water. Part of this drug load might not be coming from improperly treating uh, <clears throat> improperly treating influent of drug manufacturer units. Patients taking the drugs usually excrete large amounts of them in their urine. They reach the groundwater from the sewage, although, although it is quite obvious that accumulation of pharma drugs in the body can lead to many adverse health effects, including drug resistance, the EPA has not outlined any comprehensive control measures yet. Now, we all... I ain't going to say we all, but I'll just say it's a lot of people out there that take different pharmaceutical drugs and recreational drugs, right, out there. And, you know, once your body has this fill of it, you do, when you go to the bathroom, it leaves. So, and it's supposed to go into the sewer, the sewage part. So they just take in the sewage water and putting it through a filter, and then sending it right back to your tap. Think about that, people. Think about it. The next time you run it, I mean, I ain't trying to gross nobody out, 
But we didn't all went into that public bathroom and seen that bathroom and said, oh, I can't use this. I'll hold it till I get home. Well, that right there is probably filtrating back into your water. Now, how crazy is that? Now, one of the most crazy ones that's in your tap water, right, it's called chromium, right? Chromium is known for its genotoxicity. Exposure to this contaminant may cause many types of cancer, especially lung cancer. It is also implicated in kidney damage and intestinal problems. Now, you think of that. Now, a lot of people, you've you probably heard or had a family member that passed away from lung cancer or had intestinal problems or kidney problems. And those individuals never smoked a day in their life, never, had, never been around people that smoke. If they're around somebody that smoke, they move away immediately. So that kind of decreases the secondhand smoke philosophy that they have. It's chromium in your water that they know can lead to lung cancer and kidney disease. And yet and still, they're doing nothing about it. And radon. And radon. So, like, what do you, what do you, what are we supposed to do, right? It's a lot of us out here that, like, as one of our co-hosts said, Wonder Dre, didn't even know about these things. She's getting educated. And there's probably a few other people that are out here getting educated on this topic. Even if they're not listening right now, maybe they'll go into the archives and listen to it and get educated on it. But they are systematically destroying us, right? And you think about it. If you're not taking the medication that they prescribe for you if you go see a doctor, they're putting chemicals in your food. So they're attacking your necessities of life. They know you're going to eat, so they can put it in the food. They recommend that you drink eight glasses of water every day, so they put it in your water. And even if you don't drink tap water, you still have to bathe in it. Your body is like a sponge. Your body is absorbing through your pores. So one way or another, it seems as if they're going to get us. Now, the question is, how do we protect ourselves? Now, I'm going to give you one solution. Now, if you're concerned about your drinking water, you can always conduct tests of your own, okay? And once you find out what's in your water, you will most likely want to install a filter that will take care of the nasties in your water. A whole house filter are best for those that own their home or are purchasing their home. You can put a filter on your whole household. But also, in doing that, you need to make sure 
that you carefully read the instructions on there on how long these filtrations last, right? Now, just for peace of mind, it could be well worth the money, okay, that you know what's in your drinking water, what is eliminating and what is not eliminating. But the choice is yours. And before I end the show, I would like to ask my co-host, do you have any final thoughts that you would like to give? Well, I'm going to say this. Um, When it comes to the water issue, you can't live with it, you can't live without it. The only thing you can do is educate yourself and go about the safest way that you know how in doing so. Um, So when it comes to bathing, only thing I could say is don't stay in there too long, in the shower too long. Don't sit in the water too long. You know, um, people, if you take baths, you know, right after you get out of the tub, you're supposed to take a shower because the dirt just sits right back on you again. You know what I mean? So you got to be mindful. If you bathe, you know, do it for a quick, you know, 10-minute bath or five-minute bath, get out, take a three-minute, two-minute shower and get it off, you know what I mean, opposed to sitting in the tub for an hour relaxing and then taking a 15-minute shower. See, that's how you, you cut down on that stuff. Um, like when it comes to the food, it's the same difference. Listen, anything that they say is processed goes through a process. I'm going to say that again. Anything they say is processed goes through a process. So it don't matter. Even the bottled water. Why do you think bottled water is such a big seller? You know, I'm one who go and get. I drink Deer Park. Deer Park is my favorite water. I'll be honest with you. And but you got to understand something. They bottle it, so therefore it's under a process. Something is done to it. There's chemicals added or taken away or whatever the case, and then they bottle it and they sell it to you. You know, and it's supposed to be safer than the tap water supposed to be, but it's still a process, so why not boil your own water, throw a little salt in it, might taste funny again, throw a little pinch of sugar in it, you know, and process your own water, drink your own water, you know, um, that's my suggestion, other than, like we said before, get a filter, but you can't trust that either. You know, because the person who tell you not to, you know, not to smoke in the commercial is the one that's pumping a lot of money into the cigarettes or the tobacco company. So, you know, if they know the stuff is in the water and you buy a filter, you know, it might have something to do with that. So I don't know. You know, it, you know that's what they call a conspiracy theorist. I don't trust nothing that this country say or do. So, you know, that's just my opinion, man. Boil your water, you know, throw that salt in there, throw that sugar in there. Just, just bad, though. Don't, don't, don't give yourself, you know, high blood pressure and, and straight diabetes and stuff like that, um, which is not, by the way, the only way to catch diabetes. A lot of people think it's sugar. No, it's eating a lot of starches, too. Bread, uh, what's, what's the, what's the uh, mashed potatoes, rice. even corn, even corn, <laughs> rice. Yeah, so them starches, and when you eat rice, you're supposed to eat brown rice, not white rice, because it's processed. Sugar, brown sugar, is the sugar is originally brown. You know what I mean? It's not white. It goes through that process. When you eat your, your mama pancakes, get the wheat pancakes. 
you know, don't get the regular white pancakes. But, you know, I can only give you the information. It's up to you to take it or reject it, accept it or reject it. You know what I mean? So limit your bath time, limit your shower time, boil your water, put that little dab of salt and that little dab of uh, sugar in it, and, and, and leave that top off when you put it in the refrigerator. Call it a day. All right. Now, for those that were listening to our topic tonight via Internet or, you know, on the line, you can also, you can Google the hidden dangers of your drinking water, right, and you can do your own research on there as well, right? DJ Chill, would you have anything you would like to close out with? Oh, Lord, he didn't drink the water. All right, maybe DJ Chill is, uh, hopefully he's all right after drinking that water out the store. But uh, Wonder Dre, is there any comments you would like to make before we end tonight? I think Wonder Dre had to go to uh, another show. Okay, all right. That's quite all right. Now, before I close it out with my music, I would like you to pay close attention to an interview that they had posted. You know what's in your drinking water? A shocking Associated Press investigation found various pharmaceuticals in the drinking supplies of at least 41 million Americans. Tainted water was found from New Jersey to California. NBC's Tom Costello is following the story from Washington. Tom, I've been dying to ask somebody some questions about this story. First of all, what kinds of drugs are we talking about? And, and how dangerous is this? Pretty, uh, pretty wide range. Here's the drinking water in Washington, D.C. They found six pharmaceuticals in our drinking water here. They include ibuprofen, caffeine, monocin, and about three or four others. In Philadelphia, they had 56 pharmaceuticals or byproducts. They range everything from epilepsy medication to mental health medicines to uh, pharmaceuticals that really run the gamut. Here's the bottom line from the Associated Press on the study they did. It was, as you mentioned, a five-month investigation involving the AP investigative team. Fifty major cities in 50 states were looked at, and drugs were found in the water of 24 major cities. We're talking 41 million Americans here who drink that water. So what's in the water? Everything from acetaminophen and ibuprofen to mood stabilizers, antibiotics, angina, heart, as well as cholesterol drugs, and even sex hormones. The trouble here, Meek, is that the federal government does not test specifically for pharmaceuticals in the water. In fact, there is no way to scrub water that is in a treatment plant for pharmaceuticals. And so now we have a situation where states and cities across the country are just starting to realize that there are the remnants of pharmaceuticals in the drinking water. All of that said, we should emphasize, we're talking here about parts per billion or trillion, really minute traces of pharmaceuticals that are in the water. And you say, well, how did they get there? Well, without getting too graphic, all of us who take medication for one thing or another, we don't absorb all of it. It is excreted. Uh, it gets into the sewage system, into the water treatment plants. And then, because water treatment plants can't scrub it all out, if any of it, it just kind of dilutes on into the water system. Sometimes it gets into the water table, into wildlife, and then into reservoirs, it goes back into the water treatment site, into the water treatment plants. I wonder if there's going to be, you know, long-term study about effects of this down the road. And, uh, but, but I guess initially, Tom, the question I'm sure you're asking today is, is there anything the government can do about this? 
Yeah, and the EPA says it's concerned about it. But, you know, we, we don't yet know, and, and water treatment utility plants say they are convinced that there is no immediate threat to anybody out there. That said, I did a story about four years ago in which we found a river in Colorado, and now we know there are many rivers, in which the fish were turning from male to female. And the reason was because there was too much estrogen in the water. The, the natural female hormone was literally turning male fish into female fish, and the thinking was that this is a canary in a coal mine. So now the question is, what's the impact on humans? Yeah, that's the next one. Tom Fiscala on the story from Washington. Thank you very much. Now, did you hear that? Mr. On Point, did you hear that? I heard it. I heard it. He said that there was 56 found in Philadelphia. 56 pharmaceutical drugs found in Philadelphia. Now, he also said that It was a lake in Colorado where the male fish were turning into females. I thought that's what Empire was doing. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But the, the, I'm telling you, people, it is it is something it is something worth investigating, and you can always. If you don't want to take my word for it, look it up for yourself. Do your own research, right? Check on the properties and check on, most importantly, do it for yourself knowingly and do it for your family members, all right? See, each one can teach one and reach one. And understand, here at On Point, see, this is a mind state, an attitude and a movement. Now, I mean, we, we, we're the origins. We're, we're all children of the hip-hop era. And true hip-hop is a mind state, an attitude, and a movement. And that's what On Point is all about. Okay? And we're trying to educate everyone because it takes each one to reach one to teach one. And with that being said, we're going to go out like this tonight.
Point. 